Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. You hear this music, and you know a couple of things come to mind. First of all, we even pulled them through Christmas week. We pulled them again. Made it to another Friday. And by the way, although this is New Year's Eve Eve, it remains your day. I'm going to say this. You know, Christmas Eve Eve was the one Friday we said was forgiving with other people. I'm saying New Year's Eve Eve, Kelsey is doubled down on you. Wow. Well, because think about it. It's what your goals are for the year, but forget that. I'm hearing this music, and I know what everyone else is doing right now. You know what the Hill Squad's doing right now? What are they doing? They're dancing in front of their mirrors while trying on outfits for what they're going to wear New Year's Eve. Oh, you're right, Kev. Right? Hell yeah. I'll crank this up. I missed it. The might, I mean, New Year's Eve Eve might be even bigger than Christmas Eve Eve, dare That's I say. Not, I'm scared to go down that path. There's already so much now pressure around Christmas Eve Eve. True. I just want to leave it at that. I'm just saying, we're trying on our outfits to go to the club. I miss these girls a lot. I really did. I know, right? But that's the beauty of having so much music is when you go back and revisit it. It's like, uh, it brings you right back. Although, so I, loud. although I'm, I have a little PTSD, Cassie, looking at this. Do you? I made the mistake, which there's no mistakes. I made the mistake of watching the Hugh Hefner, The Secrets of Playboy. Oh, came out last yeah. January. Did you see it, Kelsey? I can't. Uh, it's a no. horror movie. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a horror movie. It's a I believe part it. horror movie. And you just talk about people being multifaceted. I mean, here's a guy who's about free speech and he's about, he says he's about women's rights and he's given, you know, he gives away all this money to so many causes. And then 
Oh boy. I mean, there just seemed like things in there you could not. Yeah. You couldn't make gray. I've listened to a couple of Holly Madison or yeah, that's her name. Holly. Well, well, um, it's, easy interviews to, and... it's easy to dismiss her to a degree mm. because you can be cynical. Mm, true. You can say, Oh yeah. She just got XYZ. Yeah. Right. She got in the moment she got her fame and now she's getting more fame from being against him, blah, blah, blah. So you can, you can dismiss her. I'm not saying it's right to do it, but I'm saying, okay. But if you watch this temper, I think you, you, what she's saying is accurate. And uh, like, but, but, I feel like, and she had a cakewalk compared to what really the dealt with in other errors. Yeah, because at least, Oof. at least, thankfully, Holly and them were able to flip, which killed them, by the way. They were able to flip it and make careers for themselves. That's true. Which, again, apparently didn't seem like, you know, that's what he wanted because he, <laughs> no. he wanted the control and he... You know, so at least she got that, but all the women, you go back to the 60s and 70s and 80s who weren't able to do that. And listen, there's other women out there that take up for him and, you know, but there's just things there that just seemed, I don't know, indisputable. Anyway, so as I'm watching these two girls dance happy in the 70s and I think of the 70s and the drugs and the this and how mm -hmm. fun it was, it's like, you know, I don't know. I think, I think even the most cynical male of a certain age, you know, has to watch th these 10 episodes. I, th I almost feel like it's required viewing and to conjure oh, sorry, empathy. Girl. The girls leave us. But yeah, to conjure empathy and to realize that, yes, there's definitely witch hunts going on today with me too. And there's definitely people who are falsely accused. But at the same time, you just, if you see this, you really see what the culture was like. And especially in Hollywood. I mean, forget <laughs> it. Um, I don't know if I can watch it. I've been saying that for years about Hollywood, just haven't been, you know, the partner to someone who's been in the business. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, it was, uh, I didn't really want to start New Year's Eve <laughs> off, <laughs> but, but I couldn't help it. And, you know, Marie was like, she watched one episode with me and she's like, I'm out. Yeah. And then maybe this is good for our Jeff. Cause she was like, I don't want anything that's just dark. I don't, I don't want to be in that space. I want comedy. So we went over to Party Down. Love. And if you haven't seen Party Down, it was in 2008. And if you watch it, it's Adam Scott. It's um, ja the Lynch. girl who plays Janice Ian. <laughs> I mean, you mean see, girls. you just you see an all-star lineup of, of people you knew were just going to become future stars. But um, we switched over to that, and you know, Maria liked it, didn't love it like you and I loved it, Kelsey. But she only saw a couple Sorry. episodes. We saw a couple of weak ones, but they're actually bringing it back now. Well, name drop. That. I went to. I did. I told you they're bringing it back. I didn't think. Uh, maybe you did. And I don't know. Not that they're bringing it back because of me, but I did talk to the CEO of Stars. Oh, that's friend, right. That's right. That's right. And I said to him, I said, "When? Okay, great. Your CEO, fabulous, fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> when are you bringing back Party Down? Because Party Down was very popular uh, um, amongst a small crowd, but a loyal crowd. Mm. But today, because nothing works. And there's so much competition. I mean, not, nothing works. Let me take that back. It's so hard to make anything work because everything's so splintered and fragmented in terms of audiences that you have to go back to old proven names because it's solid. So this will come back with those stars. And stars kind of get it now. They get that they need to be part of things. They can't really make it about the money anymore. Right. It's got to be more about opportunity, marketing themselves. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. So they're bringing it back anyway. So that was like what we did to get off it. But Maria was like, hey, I don't really need to see this dark stuff, Kevin, anymore. It's just, 
I it's just put me much. in a bad space. It is. And I felt very heavy after, but I will say as a male and a male of a certain age, it was important viewing. Mm. So I can have further empathy for what, you know, I thought I, ha I have a lot in terms of the workplace because I know what women go through and minorities go through in the workplace. And I've seen that, but um, yeah, culturally speaking, and in the, even in the bigger picture, yeah, just, just, yeah. So we definitely needed to disrupt and change. And unfortunately um, we're going to go to a real, another bad extreme in doing it. But at the same time, I, you know, you, you watch this and you get it. It's crazy though. I will say like, Growing up, I, I'm sure I've told the story before, but I got my cable taken away for my sister and I, because I was obsessed with girls next door. Ooh, like, thank, I, you, thank you, Deb and Doug. <laughs> thank you, Deb and Doug. It was, that was all Doug. He warned me multiple times and I like, I don't know why as a young girl, I like so, watched it and I thought it was so cool. Yeah, and, no, so Go ahead, Kelsey. Please no, keep going, but, just, but I, I want to like, piggyback off this. Sorry, keep it's, going. No, it, it's okay. It's just, and he was like, "No," and especially I was bringing my younger sister in to watch it with me, and we like I, literally, Kev. We joked. I was like, "Okay, Erica, you're Kendra. Um, I'm Holly," and my dad was like, "You're effing twelve or whatever." How old you I know, was? That's amazing. And <laughs> we're gonna go find someone eighty years old to be your boyfriend. Exactly, and he was like, "That's it." He warned me, and then so we got cable taken away, that's so he I couldn't even watch his sports. Gonna, my mm -hmm. daughters are gonna be mocked incessantly. <laughs> like that's gonna be my way. Oh, this yeah. is amazing! Oh my god, look at how many likes they're getting. This is um, so funny. Well, the reason why, I, and again, I hate interrupting Kelsey. I'm sorry to do that. You're fine. But the two 18-year-old girls who were on the last season, that's exactly what happened to them. Mm. They were fans as teenage girls. Yeah. They were 12 as fans when it first came out. And they loved Kendra because she loved rap. Yep. That was the big thing. They were more into her than anyone else. So at 18, they get taken right in. And it's mm. literally they walk into a horror story. Hell, yeah. Hell. Scary. Scary. Scary spice. Scary spice. Thank so. you, Doug, for going. Yep. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. So that that and Tila Tequila, and he was just like, "What is happening?" No, absolutely you know, not. <laughs> you know, for me and anyone who's I don't know, uh, this is more for people who are in the business, I guess. Or it, you know, you when you on the sidestep, but you know, when you see people who are really up, and you say to yourself, "God, if only that could be me." I remember those, like the Tila Tequilas and all of them at the mm -hmm. time. You know, we were working so hard in the little, you know, aquariums Maria was trapped in. We were right. working so hard to to do things outside of it because it was similar in the, to what I'm saying with Playboy. Similar, it's like they want to be able to control you so they can just, when they're done with you, they can throw you away and you'll have no value. Somehow that's in Hollywood that's a big deal. Yeah. Rather than, Hey, I want to, I would rather send someone off to fly and hope that maybe one day they come back or they at least say, Hey, here's where I got my start. Or you know what? It was so great working for AfterBuzz. It was so great working for Maria. It was so great working for Kev. Because then what happens? Only more people want to come work for you. Mm -hmm. It's always my philosophy, but um, I don't even know how we got here, Kelsey. Oh, what I'm saying, <laughs> just, when I looked at all those people, door. I thought, oh, my God, they're so on top, so much publicity, so many opportunities, they're starting product mm -hmm. lines, you know. And like 10 years later, I'm like, huh, they're all gone. 
So um, it's a lesson in just keep your blinders on, stay in your own lane. If you can see other people doing things in similar businesses, wish them well, but also if you want to take constructive notes from them, hey, what are they doing right? Mm. Not, you know, what are they doing right? And then how can I mimic that? But other right. than that, yeah. it's not worth it because look at all those people now. You know, they have their like minute, Kels, right? And that's yep. what's going to happen with a lot of the TikTok stars and Instagram oh, yeah. stars. You know, they're going to have their minute. And um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's scary. It's wild to grow up and see that. And you're like, oh my gosh. But Right? What yeah. does it make you think now though, Kels? You know, I'm just really sad for all of them. Like I know when Holly, Kendra's off doing her own thing. Bridget, God knows. Um, and then... Well, again, yeah. I think they're okay because they got because they got enough the fame, fame that they can, yeah, they can but, do something with it. The girls who were on last yeah. season, probably everyone had checked out by then. Mm-hmm. The other third girl, Crystal, married him, so she got you know she has something right to fall back on. But these two were, they interviewed them on the series of second to last episode. They don't look anything like they looked before. Oof. They looked really sad. They sounded very sad. And I, I felt terrible. Like I literally want to reach out to them and say, you know, come on, like, let's, right. Let's spin this now, you know? But even like, even <clears throat> Holly, I think, I think she's fine. Right. But like how miserable that like, she, that's all she still talks about. Like that's all she's still known for. Well, you know, remember, she's still in that world. But also Kelsey, that's a hundred years of Hollywood. If you talk to any old star, mm. so it's the same, you know what I mean? The ones that, um, Yes, there have been ones that who have evolved past it and found new pursuits and loves and interests. Maybe it was family or businesses. And then there's the ones who will do anything to stay on top. They'll light anyone on fire to stay on top. They'll do anything. Yeah. And they will. And then there's the ones who it's passed them by and then they're miserable. Mm-hmm. So I think she's fit. She's in, I don't know where she's at, but at least I said, I, I, I think I feel for, like I said, the other women who were just thrown in dumpsters. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the special, there's like, and, you know, there's, they're in like little apartments or little houses with cats and, you know, it's, but the one thing I will, I will say is they had a cat in their life. You know, they, so many of them, I just wanted to get them and say, you're fine. Like, look at you. You still have so many amazing things in your life, about your life. This is all in your head. You know, a lot of times, I'll never forget it. My friend Jason gave me this advice 20 years ago. I was, you know, I went through my wars and I had my traumas. And I remember him saying to me, he's like, Kevin, you know, all these like monsters They've been slain. He's like, they're just ghosts now in your brain. He's like, they're not even ghosts. He's like, they're just in your mind. Mm. And when I was seeing some of these women be interviewed, it, you know, there was one lady, God, she had to be in her 70s. She was beautiful. And she was, lived in a, like a little, little house, but it looked really cute. And she had decorated it nice and seemed like it was like out in the woods. And she's like, she was saying, I don't think I, I'll never have love. I don't think I'm ever good enough to be loved. And so much of it was in her. It's in her, you know, like so much of it's in her mind. And I get not disputing the scars and the damage, but it's like, okay, but where are we at now? You know, you still have all these great things. Mm. 
get out there and do it. But that's God where I can I go back to saying the healing. Yeah, they get held back. They're holding themselves back mm-hmm. in so much of it. And by the way, I do it too. So I'm not, I, that's, that's probably why I understand it. But that's why I'm, I really do believe in unconscious and subconscious therapies to get deeper. Because I think talk therapy is great because you understand why, but I've done the talk therapy with those kind of people. And again, even with myself and they'll get it, but they still behave in a certain way. So you have to, and, and I'll tell you the way I'm hearing it more and more, Kelsey, the Western medicine way of dealing with this is electroshock therapy. What? Yeah. Well, think about it. It's, 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 it's the Western way of admitting that there's something deeper that they just wow. can't reach these people. So they're literally zapping them. The problem is, and by the way, out of all the treatments, it's one of the few things that has some <clears throat> results and can quote work. Mm. But it's almost like when we did radiation therapy to to Lisa to Maria's mother's brain, in the short run, it it had good effects. But in the long run, what they didn't tell us was that oh, by the way, the radiation keeps cooking the brain for the rest of your life. It doesn't stop, and so all of her cognitive skills went. Yeah, her personality changed. I mean, it was just you know. And with the electroshock therapy, I'm noticing. I have a couple of, of now so weird. I've known two people that have family members who have had to do it. And there have been, you know, unfortunately now permanent effects because of it. Wow. So, and, and, you know, and it's, it's sad because these people are very much drinking the Western medicine Kool-Aid. And so when I would offer to them, Hey, there's, there's EMDR, there's hypnosis, um, there's tapping, there's so many other things to get to the unconscious, subconscious, and of course, Joe Dispenza. And I'm saying I haven't done Joe Dispenza, but I just know from seeing what it's doing with Maria, how she's changing, how she's elevating, how, you know, you've heard me say a lot, Maria's got that, had that uh, tractor trailer full of cement that she was pulling. And a lot of you feel the same way. And these women who were interviewed on the series, they're all pulling tractor trails of cement, mm. but they could unhitch those trailers. They can unhitch them. But again, it's hard. And that's why I think that you've got to get to something deeper than just consciousness. Like just talking it through doesn't appear like it's enough. I think you have to get deeper. And I think there's other ways out there to do it. And unfortunately, like I said, my friends from home, who I advise this to, you could just see you lose them. Like, no, 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 that's wow. woo-woo, that's witch doctor, that's, we'll just, we'll just keep doing, we'll go to McLean's or whatever is back in um, <laughs> whatever treatment. By the way, like, I, I, I'm not knocking Western practices for, because by the way, I'm sure they've kept many people alive too and from killing themselves or whatever, but I just think we have to be open to other ways. And I think a lot of us, back to what I said, you know, these traumas, we choose to carry them. You know, we choose to carry them. And I get it. I get how bad it is too. I get it. But um, yeah. And it's when it's deep. Imagine when those traumas are deeply programmed into you. So you're having nightmares and you're, you're reacting to different situations and you know, where you, it's a PTSD, but I think finding ways to short that out, um, you know, yeah. Well, I think sometimes like we've talked about it on 
um, like Maria and I have, you become, it becomes your identity, right? Like when you get an illness or when, you know, these traumas like become a part of you, that's all, that's all you see. It's like, Oh, it's all, you know, right. right, And then there's a comfort level. Exactly. And yeah, you can fall back on it. It's almost just like self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's like, well, that's all, that's all I have. That's what I'm known for. That's my, you know, and it's like, oh gosh. So it's like releasing from that attachment to it too. Like, and not, it's like, no, it's not it, your SIBO or whatever. Like speaking yeah. in my terms, it's like, no, I have this. It's not, I'm not my illness. I'm not my trauma. Yeah. And I've seen it. I've seen people use it as an excuse to fail. Mm. You know, I don't forget one my one nemesis I had to deal with twenty years ago, and thought I'd wronged him when it was gaslighting. <laughs> it's like a hundred times, a thousand times in the other way, but it was classic of my f- first real battle with a narcissist, where they spin everything and they're narcissists and they gaslight. I mean, you know, because they're a narcissist, they they know how to gaslight, they know how to spin, and um, it. I remember one of the final things I said was like, well, you know, you've, you basically have your narrative now to never try again in life. Cause you're going to say that this after you for the rest of your life. And that's what you want. And that's now you've got that. So the rest of your life, you have no excuse to try. You should always go back to this. And from what I understand three decades later, it's exactly what the person has done as I predicted, but he had a choice. He didn't have to do that. And by the way, I was doing it to a degree too. You know, my first film got stolen. I was just like, oh, my, you know, my film, my film, you know. And I realized after 10 years, like, oh, my goodness, that's what I'm doing. So, yeah, so much is being present, Kelsey, and gratitude too, right? But oh, but yeah. these, but I get, I do really want to empathize. I do get where it's cooked into you. Like when those traumas are so deep, when you're having nightmares and you're having the sweats and you're having the, it's in you so deep. But I do think, being present, gratitude, and, you know, and then subconscious kind of and unconscious therapies. So, which mm-hmm. I knew, I knew, I knew, I wish I knew more about, but it, to me, it makes sense. You got to open the hood of the car. You have to. It's so funny you that we're talking about this because yeah. I literally just had, I just came out of my therapy session where she and I. Yeah, I, you did. Yeah, you I did. Thank you. Tell you. Me what well, we were just, we were talking about, I was talking to her about like psilocybin and doing because I. You, what was it, Kelsey? What were it's called about? psilocybin. It's basically, it's not, it's not legal yet. It's like basically mushrooms and how people are like oh, microdosing yeah, on mushrooms. Scam. And yeah. yeah. And it's that, but it's that whole idea about like lifting up the hood of the car and like diving Getting deeper a little deeper, trauma. right. And this therapist, I'm a, I love my therapist. She's like one of the ones, like she teaches other therapists how to be therapists. So she yeah, like, that's like Ida what. Kendall, my lady, my exactly. girl, girl woman is, is, um, she, she's the one all the therapists go to. Exactly. So they know what's up. So I always like, if I ever think of anything, I'll just ask her, I'm like, what do we think about this and this and this? And, you know, it was interesting to hear what she was having to say about it. Cause she was like, I really do believe in it. And exactly what you're saying, Kevin, she, she was like, I think talk therapies can only get you so far. And if you have these deep seated, like traumas that are literally in you, you have to go in. And she was like, but again, with what I was talking to her about the psilocybin, it's, it's newer and you have to, it has to be a lead journey, but there's so many other ways, like, like the tapping, like the EMDR, like the hypnotherapy shoes. Like there's so many things out there I think, now. I think you, if you're listening to this and this speaks to you, I think start out with that stuff. Mm. Joe Spencer. I, I, I get nervous with drugs because yeah. 
it's we're really in the early phases of that. From what I understand, you really need a great guide. Yes. Same with um, same with ayahuasca. It's they say mm-hmm. it's it's gonna also come down to the guide and how good the guide is. And some I of these guides I'm, say they're guides and they're not. That's what she was telling me. She was like, some of them. I'm, oh, by the right. way, how many people are influencers? <laughs> but, exactly. How many people are, are experts? <laughs> Everyone. You know, like 20 years old, I'm an expert. I'm a life on, coach. I'm a life coach. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And I love them all. Yep. We love them all. And we see you all. I do. We, I see you. <laughs> um, but I had a chance to do it um, through people who were on the show. And my body has been was such a mess. It was my stomach. It was, but you know, I feel like the stomach now much better. I'm back down to my old waist size. It's not this bloated cauldron I had there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the plumbing's working good again, <laughs> so that's good. I mean, still my energy levels, but conferring with a couple of experts and also the one guide. She was very hesitant to take anyone else on. And then when she kind of got to know me and my story, she's like, no, I, I feel like I can fix this. But even she said, when I came back to her, I said, listen, I think physically there's things going on in my body. I don't think adding anything that's going to physically come into my body and alter something I don't think is a good recipe right now. She's like, I agree. She get that stuff fixed and then come back. Um, but that's so a great, that's, so, that's a great person yeah. to tell you yeah. that. I feel like Kelsey, you're young enough. If the if the with the right person for you, at worst, it'll be an experience, mm-hmm. and at best, I think something will come out of it. Yeah, I think you're young enough where you know. Um, but again, it has to be. I mean, really, cannot be. Uh, has to be vetted. Oh yeah. And like we know, the one the lady we know is working with people who have come on our show and she's worked with them for years. So at least there's a body of work to play with. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a wild journey. I have to tell you something else too, that I almost told you before and you said, save it. Oh, save it. Can we wait till commercial break? Of course we can. Commercial here. Okay. Kelsey had a big breakthrough in therapy. I said, save it. Cause I I said, are you willing to share it? She said, yes. So I think that's going to be great. Um, We'll talk about the holidays having just passed. Um, a lot of people have hit me up asking about dealing with death mm. and I'll give you my best, um, on that. And then, um, you know, a new kind of way approach to, uh, I don't know, using some regular, regular people magic on how to deal with your enemies. I was advising someone, um, the other night about this anyway. Okay. All that and so much more on this new year's Eve Eve as we're picking on our outfits all the clubs and parties we're going to hit New Year's Eve. <laughs> when you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but 
It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. And there I am with my cape, Kelsey, see me? <laughs> wow, he's so fun. He's amazing. Another one, you know, you would think in such good shape and such a good athlete, like, should, should still be with us. Yep, we're picking on our outfits, you guys, for New Year's Eve, getting ready to go out and dance to Rasputin. That's right. And Kelsey, you had heard of this song? Yeah, it, it popped off on TikTok. It was a TikTok like sound. Did. Of course it did. <laughs> it was big and well, strong and his eyes were falling Well, also, I guess in Europe, it's big in the nightclubs. Wait, say that again, Kev? It was big in, it's big in Europe in the nightclubs. Ah. Uh, so Juliette, Bonjour Juliette, who used to produce the Oh, yeah. Show, she, was, she grew up in France, so she knew. I miss Bonjour Juliette. I need to, I need to send her a joyeux Noël. <gasps> wow, European clubs are just it. We should go to the European clubs, I, Listen, Kev. I never thought I'd say this, but getting much more attracted to the life over there. <laughs> you know? It's too much here. Too, 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 uh, 
you know, we all work so hard, but I love work. I think work is healthy. However, most people can't handle it. So it's just, just leads to anger and stress. And whereas over there, it just seems so much more chill. Yeah. Just have to pay 50% in taxes. But you know what? Even the, you know, the our Russian tour guy was paying 60%. I'll have to say that, you know, honestly, I'm, I used to be down on that, but as long as I can get the amenities for it, can I get free healthcare? Can I get free education? Can I have the, you know, can I have the, um, I agree. Streets be clean, mm-hmm. function efficiently. So when free I go to the bikes that aren't destroyed. Yeah. The street bikes. When you go over to those other countries, like it, but again, they're small. So it's easier to manage, but at least you're, you're getting, you're getting for the dollar, you're getting something here. It's like oh, not, not managed. Well, look at this Boney M. Oh, wow. I, see in this part of this, this is part of the song where he's thinking that's why he's a performer. He's not a singer, Kelsey. He's such a performer, such a performer, but like who writes these songs? They're so oh, good. Boney M. Wow. The real, the writer. And unfortunately you come to find out that, the dancer here had no, he wasn't singing any of this. It's Boney M. He was just the dancer. Eventually, I think, yeah, that's why he split and went on his own. And the girls, the girls sing and dance, but they give them horrible dancing. <laughs> awful, awful dance moves. Anyway, so impressed. far. Kelsey, listen, while we're getting ready, for our, you know, night out two nights from now on this New Year's Eve Eve as we're picking New Year's that Eve outfit. Eve. And there's going to be, are we thinking several outfits, Kelsey? Have you ever done that we thing? Have, have you ever been that crazy where you've had? Abs- no, but no? Kevin, again, but I'm sorry. Awesome. But you're also what? asking the wrong girl. I've never been a New Year's Eve girl. I've never, Kelsey, that's never been. Kelsey, we're going to, let's edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> You're already turning me off. You're already I'm making sorry. me want to get another co-host. Kelsey, I'm how sorry. dare you? We have to call in Poojie Pooj, who asked me the other day if I wanted to go out with her and her 22-year-old friends. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> we probably should have Poojie on next week to find out what a, what a New Year's Eve is like. We really should. I mean... I didn't expect to get into this, but it, you know, it's generally overrated. I, I don't know if I yeah. have even, I mean, my best ones have been honestly with Maria when she's worked and seeing her up there do her thing. Yeah. That those have been the best and the rest have just been, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think. I'm all about a cozy really night at memories. home games with your friends. I'm telling you every time and y'all should let us know your New Year's Eve, um, what what happens to you typically but yeah every time i've gone out it's been like it's always like a letdown i don't know I was, it's such a letdown i mean i, I you know what I, i'd like to hear from the people who have not been let down by new Year's. yeah me too but talk about inhuman behavior does it ever stop anyone from trying nope because everyone <laughs> thinks their night's gonna be the night the night this is the night person it's yep. gonna be amazing mm-hmm. but but you know i always like Meredith, Maria's friend Meredith, and like you, you, you know, when you want to see New Year's Eve done re- well, go to rich kids. <laughs> go to the rich kids. No, the rich kids. It's like okay, dinner. You know, they have it all set, Kelsey. If they're really good, maybe during the day massages or whatever. But it's dinner. 
then it's drinks, then it's the club, then it's wow. the after party, you know, and then probably the next day it's like brunch and massages and all that. Like they have the okay. whole thing. I want to roll with them. You know what I'm saying we got to get with the 1%, Kelsey. Shit. Well, yeah, y'all let us know what how your New Year's Eve typically goes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it, it okay, here's my advice if you're single on New Year's Eve. House party. Yes. Get to a house party, okay? Get to a house party. That's your best bet. Much better chance of having a good conversation, actually meeting people. Um the nightclub, no. I would not recommend. Or maybe rite of passage when you're super young. Why not? Sure. But I think that ultimately a house, good house party, um, you know, is your jam. But I agree. Yeah, for us, it's getting together with friends. We're going to be, um, we have friends. Up. Wait, you're skiing, aren't you, Kev? No. You know, Kelsey. Listen, I'll never forget coming in with a broken ankle from playing oh, basketball. One time, my dad got me a union, got me a local 22 as a laborer, which was a big deal back then. So they made really good money. Was, so I worked for a week and then I tried to hide it. I couldn't. It was broken. I tried oh everything God. I could, tape it up, like just to fake it. I couldn't. And um, he said to me at that time, like, you know, he told me the story when he married my mother and the week after he got married, he played baseball because my dad was a, a big athlete like your dad was better athlete than me. He was like, try sport. I, you know, I was mediocre. Wow. My dad was a really good athlete. And so someone um, slid it, slid into, slid into wherever position he was covering first base or second base. And he got a spike in the foot and stitches. Oh. And my grandfather, not his father, but my mother's father, was his boss, his foreman on construction. So he said, yeah, you know, I've got the, I just have stitches in my foot. And my grandfather said, yeah, and? He's like, yeah, I'm just saying I got legs. Like, oh, okay, cool. He said, today you're going to wheelbarrow cement. Um, that'll be what you're going to do. Like he gave him the worst, heaviest job. And I said, dad, what happened to the stitches? Because they just split and came off. And of course, when I was young, I was like, ah, grandpa was such a jerk like you know <laughs> and he was like no best thing and i'll forget my, my dad walked up to my grandpa's casket he just looked down and goes you made me rich you bastard wow you know like but he said you know you've i had a family i had a choice so with that my father said kev you know your body is for work you know, I mean, you need it for your dream. You're go, you're going to, you, you know, you're going to end up, you know, work whether it's construction or the carny business. You've, cho you're not like your friends, your friends break an ankle and they, they go to their desk where they're working and they still work there. Yep. And he's like, and by the way, they're probably getting tons of sympathy from people, letters, <laughs> he goes, you, he said, you're not going to be able to go work construction. You're not going to be able to work the carny business. Mm. You're not going to be able to do any of that stuff to get you to your dream. So you have to decide, you know, you want to play basketball with your friends. It doesn't make you any money. doesn't get you ahead. Or, you know, you have this big dream. These are many of the sacrifices you're going to have to make. And if that wasn't less enough, the great Carmen Electra for our first Friday name drop. We Love it. At MTV, we all went horseback riding. And she's like, I'm not getting on that. I said, oh, 
oh, okay. I was like, is she afraid, afraid of animals? Like, is it? She's no, I love animals. I love horses. She's like, Kevin had a friend who was a dancer, got thrown from one, broke her back, was never able to dance again. And she said to me, she's like, I'm a, what'd you say? She's like, I'm an okay actress, Kevin. I'm a good singer, but I'm an amazing dancer. And I'm not, that's all I have. And she's like, I don't wow. have a rich family. I take care of my family. I don't have a, you know, man, I, it's me. And I always respected that. So when Maria got into this and she was like, I'm going to go rollerblading. I'm like, where are your knee pads? Where are your L pads? Where's your helmet? She's like, I'm not wearing that. I go, well, then you're not rollerblading. Okay. Because if this is what you want to do and I'm sacrificing everything for you, uh-uh, yeah. mm-hmm. no. So even to this day, Kels, you know me, could I afford a broken ankle or a broken no knee? No way. Even though I'm not swinging an axe or, you know, a shovel every day, how can I move and groove? Nope. Could you see Lou Albano, Captain Lou, <laughs> with a broken leg? Absolutely not. Part of the program of moving and grooving. Yep. You can, nope. That I can't, could never. That can't so, happen. Mm-mm. So I would do cross-country skiing or whatever, but no. No. Plus... I'm still kind of fragile. I told you about when I the time with the with the surfing. I'm like, I don't need yeah. another thing to fail at mm. and to feel bad at. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so, you know, I just but it, I love to go. I love seeing other people do it. I'm not that person who's like, what about me? Like I go with my laptop, I do some writing, I go play, you know, I mean, I'll go like walk around, snowshoe. Like so I'm Done. But it's fun for me to just, even my friends who golf, like golf passed me by because all my friends were putting their weekends into golfing. They all became very good golfers. And guess what? I was working Mm. for the same reason I mentioned earlier. I had big dreams. That wasn't in the program. But by the way, like had it been, it's a great way to network. So kind of could have worked out, just didn't have enough time in the day to do it. Right. But now my friends are so advanced. So, but when I get invited out, I'm like, I drive the golf cart. I mean, I haven't done it in years, but I would go. I drive the golf cart. I, I run beers for everybody. Make, you know, Fun. Provide humor. Yeah, we still have Provide humor. Yeah, you still go, but that's smart. So, and yeah, so anyway, I digress. So, Kelsey, so you will not be skiing? No, 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 no. I just think you have to think about those things, you know? What, yeah. you know, I always, <laughs> I always say to people like, oh, this one went away and Ended up broken, breaking their, you know, breaking their arm, dislocating their shoulder. And like, you know, once again, what to happen if you just stayed in your screening rooms? Like, I, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> um, okay, Kels, what was the breakthrough? Oh, it. so I feel like it will, everyone will hear this because we always talk about um, being seen, right? And she and I were just talking about that. And she was saying, she was like, Kelsey, until you see yourself, you're going to keep attracting either like be it friends or like guys, like you're going to keep attracting people into your life that remind you or like are, you're trying to like get them to see you. And it's never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. And she was like, so basically she was just telling me, she was like, you have to like look in the mirror every day. And she was like, we should all do this. Look in the mirror every day and like see ourselves because Kev, I've told you this, like you, I felt like you were the first person who ever like really, really, really saw me. Hmm. And that's something that I, we all struggle with, but I like very much struggled with, especially growing up and especially with my dad. So she was like, yeah, you're going to keep attracting, especially 
guys who you think like they remind you or have something like your dad. Yeah. Right. But will not see you, but you think that it's going to, they're going to see well, you and it's going to like, and, no, and it was just very there's many lessons to unfold in this for everyone. Mm -hmm. So I want to say to you, um, friends and parents who give advice to people and they don't hear you. It's because you're just so close that it doesn't resonate. So I gave Kelsey the same advice on Christmas Eve Eve. Mm -hmm. By the way, we had an amazing Christmas Eve. We had Kelsey. such a good Christmas Eve. That was literally Eve. the best Christmas Eve Eve I've ever had. Me too. I'm already nervous about next year because I might not be here, Kelsey. I might have to be what on the mean? East Coast. I might oh. be, yeah, we're talking about maybe be on the East Coast. And I'm like, no, I Christmas need Eve to. Eve was amazing. We had so much fun. So much fun. We saw Violet Night, which is a wonderful picture. Great. But great then we film. went and gave cookies away to everybody. We made yep. friends in line with the cookie people. That's remember? right. Yep. It was amazing. It was such a great Christmas Eve Eve. It really was. Um, we keep getting great comments on uh, the uh, Christmas specials we love podcast. Um, I know we're winding that down now. That's the end of season one. We'll be back next year, though. But it was nice. Lots of great reviews and lots of great messages came in on a little text message and set up. So, uh, okay. But Kelsey, I digress. Christmas Eve Eve, I was saying this to you and I, I was even explaining it in more detail. And I learned this when I took a class on addiction, but the non-narcissist parent that say marries a narcissist, let's just say the non-narcissist tends to be the one that raises you. The narcissist is too cool for school and distant. But because the non-narcissist is raising you, they're raising you up in their own image. So you're going to end up being a lot like them and loving what they like. So let me take it to alcoholics. So normally a non-alcoholic parent who raises, who's the clean one who raises the child and the alcoholic who's living the messy life, they raise the child and they program in the way where they're going to end up falling in love with who they would fall in love with, which is another alcoholic. Mm. So that's why children of alcoholics um, either become fall in love with alcoholics themselves, you know, or sometimes I just see them run away. Run, the healthier ones just say, get it all away from me. But I think a lot of them fall end up falling in love with that because that's what they get to understand love to be. So in my case, Kelsey, so without, you know, pick, picking on anyone in your life, you know, I had a lot of narcissists in my family and to spend 20 years of just trying to please them, dodge them, defend against it, you know, basically I'm very attracted to narcissists because of it to this day. And I have to remind myself, like, no, that's, that's the 20 year old. Like, no, that's, that's, yes, there's something about that, that is in my subconscious to be attracted to that. However, consciously, I know that that is not good. and I need better for myself. Mm. So that's what I was saying to you, Kelsey. It's like, though, if you, I, I was asking Kelsey, who has a wonderful family, so nice. And again, you just heard the great lesson of Doug unplugging the cable, which who knows <laughs> what that even prevented. I mean, seriously, when you yeah. think of, conversely, the two girls your age who are watching that saying, I love this show, they come out here and have their lives completely destroyed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have great parents and I got to spend Christmas day with your sister and you, and <laughs> she was awesome. We had such a fun day. We had so fun. So, so anyway, fun. but I was saying, you know, this is the time 
I'd like you to examine your upbringing in your family system because that's going to give you a better understanding of why you behave the way you do. But you do it in a way that it's not about going backwards and judging them or expecting apologies of them to change. And for most of these families have been doing this a long time. They're just too old. They're not, it, there's just nothing in there for it. You yourself have to be able to just separate. Do you, as the kids say, <laughs> um, send them love and light. And eventually I, if you can stay the course in whatever new path you're on, whatever new behaviors you want to create, they do all fall in line. They do. It's just, you get the merry-go-round. There's a reason that you use that analogy in alcoholism, but everyone's on the ride, but then one person gets off the ride and the ride stops, but then everyone gets mad because they want the ride to keep going because that's all they know. So they get mad at you and try to get you to get back on the ride. Families do, but you got to hold up and it's hard because they can be really mean or play a lot of games to get you back on that ride. And that's a real tough period. But if you can navigate through that period, eventually you'll see that they'll all start getting off the ride too, one by one. They will. Yeah. Anyway, I was saying to Kelsey, like, just, I want you to just, just look at, start studying some of those dynamics because then that's going to help you understand why you are making the decisions you make, which by the way, Kelsey, like, let's face it, you, you do make good life decisions. You're not, <laughs> but, but some of the people you're attracted to yeah, maybe, or, or, or are attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because of that, but I, or I think I deserve, or that's kind of what we were talking yes, about. Yes, that's it, Kelsey. That's yeah. it. But it's also, I don't see it necessarily in your love life. I still think with your love life, and um, this is a couple of our, our other friends too, Kelsey, I feel like you, you'd you like it, but you're not focused on it. Mm-hmm. You're just not. You're not. Mm-hmm. I When I know someone is ready, guy or girl, they're ready. I yeah. want to sell, now I want to meet the right person. And not the BS artists who say it. Like a lot of guys say it, but they're just full of crap. Because it right. makes them seem more attractive, but really they're just loving, they're having fun. Um, but I don't, I think it would be nice for you. Yeah. And then even your brain, you're saying to yourself, well, it'd be nice, but you're not, it's I know true. the type and I can tell the type, we, I could tell you some of the people we know that are re- really ready and are struggling, mm. but you're not. And again, you take it for granted that you walk, we go to St. A's weekend and you're like, <laughs> Yeah, okay, I think I'll meet someone. Like, literally, I think I'll meet someone tonight and whatever. And, okay, what, what room could I stay in? And not that you're going to have sex, and so I don't want to, yeah. you know, whatever. But And it's your business if you even did, and nothing wrong with that. But and th- some gorgeous guy who's, like, sweet as anything. So it's holding hands with Kelsey. Like, so I just, I'm like, okay, I got to put a pin in this. Like, there's a problem here, Kelsey, because there's yeah. not – Really, but I think it's for your work life, your friendships. That's really yes. where I see it. I don't yeah. see the blind spot with guys. These guys That's are nice attracted to you. No, oh, Kelsey, hear me out. Mm. And and pat yourself on the back. Because when these guys have come, right, you give them a minute. And then yeah. you're like, GTFO. You, you kick them to the curb. True. I probably could... Usually I kick them to the curb after I've talked to you about it. There are people that I let. Not necessarily, Kelsey. I mean, like you knew the backup quarterback who wanted the guy wanted to make you a backup. You were like, F you immediately. You saw that as like, that's true. Then, you know, okay. So there's one guy you had a crush on, you know, some (laughs) artist DB douche, you know, bag, whatever, like for a minute. And then the only reason he didn't want to, 
go any further with you is because he, he, he was honest. He was like, I just want to F. I want to F and I want to <laughs> F multiple people. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can't be with you because you want more and you deserve more. I'm like, that's not him saying I'm not attracted to you. I don't want to mm-hmm. be with you. You're just not my type. No, mm-hmm. it's not like the right type's going to come to him and sweep him off his feet. And if he or she does, it's only going to be for five minutes. Right. Because he's going to be right back to it until he gets that out of his system, which he yeah. may or may not. And the the just saying with stereotypes, but the what he's trying to pursue, he's trying to be a rock star or whatever, music. I mean, so – just trying to be that requires all your time and energy. And then when you're in that life, you're on stage and girls and like, it's not the right place, but you knew that True. you were hurt, True. but you knew that Kelsey. True. So for you, it's more, it's more, I see it with your friends and even at work. That's, that's where it comes into play where you can't have a voice for yourself mm. that you need to, you get locked up. Majorly. And we're working on that. Yeah. Well, because I think that when you have those problems with family members, you just, you just locked up because there was no winning and the parties you were dealing with were not allowing a win. Right. You know, I'm, thank God I had a dad who, you know, was long gone in four decades, but I mean, thank God he, I remember him apologizing. Mm. I should never have done that. Today he died. He was guilty about things like my dad, I'm fine with that. My mom, on the other hand, never once ever. It's like her thing. She just won't. Same with my dad. You might get the, you know, I'm sorry, but what am I supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) But that's who she is. And you know what? Like further along and we have fun together. We laugh together. Like I just, you know, you know, she's like, you didn't even call me for Christmas. I'm like, you know why mom, mother, why? I was waiting for your call. (gasps) What'd she like, say? Oh, shut up. She's not messing with her. And she's like, uh, you know, am I ever going to see you? I'm like, well, am I ever going to get invited? The third favorite son. Now there's more grandchildren and great-grandchildren. So I just keep getting pushed down the thing. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We just, just, I, but I'm just Teflon. Yeah. And she, and we just laugh and we have fun. And she, she and by the way, she knows who to call. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, my brother Mike is amazing at what he does, which is, He'll always go by. He's like the old-fashioned Italian son. Like he's really present that way. And I'm, I'm the gay son. I'm the gay that son. takes her shop and spoils right. her. And is you can talk to me about anything. Right. So you know, she, but but I've gotten to that place with her. But when I was younger, I would I would you know I would I had resentment, mm. and I would fight with her, or argue, or try to win my case. And then I just thank God I hit a point. I'm like, really, Kev, you beaten up lady in her 60s wow aren't you amazing aren't you just effing amazing and then i just flipped it and went the other way and just started spoiling her with love and presence and th- you know and it was like and it just everything changed and and she really just grew to respect my boundaries too because certain family members i don't want to talk to and for years it was can you just do it and now no well, once in a while it does and i just like i said change the subject or whatever um so anyway i think that for you, it's reflecting on those years more so, so you understand. But I don't think it's affecting your mm. your love life, honey. You walked into, like I said, you walked in, you had a perfect yeah. guy. You could have literally, if you wanted that life, that kid probably would have married you, and he was 
just a, like a sweet kid and he was beautiful looking, all of it. So yeah. don't tell me that. I'm looking at your life and I'm saying, I can see where the blind spots are and mm-hmm. it's within your social life and it's in your business life mm-hmm. where it really affects you. Mm-hmm. You know, so the minute, the whole love life thing, if that's what you want, you'll get it. If you really focus on that and you I just don't feel like you want it. I think you kind of want it. Yeah. I, I think, think it's, it's really interesting. It. And Kelsey, because think about your weekends. You're never like, God, I just wish I had a weekend to spend some with it. It's always like, I just want to go home and read. I just want to go home and be alone. I <laughs> yeah, just want, right? So, true. so think about that. So yeah, I think it's, that's all. So, but you're on, you're warm, you're onto something. Mm-hmm. I think it's about the other areas of your life. And again, for those people who have friends and, and children or parents, you're trying to lecture. Sometimes the other lesson in this is she has, like Kelsey had to hear this from a a therapist because mm-hmm. I was t- literally telling her all this stuff two days ago. But you know, what's funny is like, so she puts it in a way, but then you, you refine it. So it's mm-hmm. like, cause I did, I, I heard you and that's honestly why I brought it up to her. And oh, then good. she okay. said it. And then it's like, and, but now you're making it make more sense because you know me, but I also, I brought you up cause I was like, it makes sense to me. Cause you are in my eyes, you're the first person to ever like really see me. And I can talk to you. And I do talk to you about, yeah more than I talk to anyone about, honestly, like, and that's because I feel so comfortable with you, but yeah, you, you always bring it back where I'm like, Oh, she said, she, you said it, then she said something. And now you're like making it make more sense and refining it because you know me. So, but that's why, so that's why I think it's interesting. I said, even this week, you're with your family, just observe observe now. Yeah. By the way, observe and report. Mm -hmm. So we don't, you don't have to call anyone out, no zapping anyone's fingers or hands in the cookie jar. No, just observe and report. And for your data, so you can understand why you're programmed the way you are. Because I think with you, when you tried to argue back, you were arguing back with someone who was will die to be right, had to win at all costs, and had to get the last word in. And so what do you do? What's your only defense, especially as a kid? It's just clam up. Just stop. Yeah. Clam up, be defeated, shut down. Okay. And say, yep. What do you want me to do? Fine. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that even irritates the other party, but that's all you had. So then now you've, that's been a learned behavior Mm -hmm. rather than the coffee and the crella, you know, where you just say when you're upset, let's go for a coffee and a nice crella, nice bear claw. Nice bear claw. <laughs> nice cinnamon bun. Yeah. Um, or, okay, bring it up to today, a green tea and an egg wrap. Love. But then you sit down and you say, hey, you know what? This this kind of bothered me a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and I love talking to you about it. I mean, but that's that will start coming more. And I want to continue to give you more safe space to do it because then it'll be practice to get there. But I think when I think of some of the people that were in your life when I first met you, and how it was just all about them and nothing about you. And I'm like, Kelsey, like, you are the star. I mean, by the way, okay, let me step back. I just, it just wasn't a fair relationship, but the people were like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. It's not like someone who's paying your bills or someone, you know, some big celebrity. So I get it that you're hanging out with. So you're going to be, listen, if you're best friends with Kim Kardashian, you're not going to be on equal ground with her. This just not, how could you? Be. Right. right. Um, but it was not the case. And I just remember 
being like, and, and I'm like, well, Kelsey, and then conversely, news for newsflash, you're actually the star. You're the bright light. Everyone should be rallying around, rallying around you, but even if they're not going to do that, this needs to be commensalistic. This has to be equal. And it wasn't. You're just being so taken advantage of them. So I, you know, I first thing I remember with you, I'm like, and I think for other people too, if you're in those situations, just first thing is get the troops out of Nam. Get the troops, get out, the of troops out of Nam. Get them out. Well, we did. We pulled yeah. you out and get you alone. Yep. Not into another situation now where it's like, who knows what other roommates you'll get. No, let's just get alone. Let's get that peace. Let's have our weekends in nature. Like you do. So you kind of start finding your way. Right. But you just deserve really great people. But I also said to you too, you know, some of those people start rubbing off on you. Well, you might be like, well, I don't have time to pick you up or help you out here. I got to, mm-hmm. I got to, I'm going to do mm-hmm. me. I'm That's kind me. of what you were taught. So I said, you yeah. know, it has to go both ways. You have to be present, you know, um, but and we digress. I just think that for now, observe and report. You, we look back at our families because that's how we understand who we are. But it's not about indicting any of them. To, you know, know that you're going to make, we're all going to make mistakes as parents. No one's playing a perfect game in life. You know, everyone's going to make mistakes. And um, you know, as a friend of mine told me a long time ago, he's you know, how do how do you know that we not we're not born into dysfunctional families to learn? Ooh. Purposely. Ooh. To learn those lessons and to evolve and to grow. Ooh, I like that. Because you, know, you could choose not? to evolve or not. Yeah, that's it. You know, and I think like I said I felt bad for all of the, the former playmates. Like I wanted to say, yes, horrible, heinous, like literally demonic. But we here started at the bottom and what now? Kelsey? Now we here. Now we here. So we here now. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Yep. So we're just going to spend. Or are we going to grow? Yeah, like we're going to spend the rest suffering. Like, let, and by the way, like if you're, this is where it helps to be a guy because we're more competitive. I feel like, but you're going to let them continue to win, mm. continue to control you, continue to dominate, continue to torture you from their craves. No, no. Best thing to do is is live. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go. Whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena, and that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery, <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time. Whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show, or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. You know, so, you know, I'll flip it over to two things, which I said I would talk about. Um, so, you know, even talking about the losing losing of a loved one, whether it was over the holiday season, which I actually knew some people this happened to, or whether it uh, it's your first holiday without them, you've got to remember that they, if you're lamenting about them, it's probably because they loved you a lot and they were really important in your life. But you have to know that they love you so much. 
They want you happy. They want you living. Yes, honor their memory, for sure. Find great new ways to always do that. But the best way to honor it is to be happy. And I'll tell you, I, just, I have mentioned my dad so many times on this podcast today, but you know, when I'm really down, I hear him in the back of my head going, the F is wrong with you. Look around. Like I hear him saying to me, look around you. Do you think I ever had any of this in my, like all the amazing things in your life? Stop being a, mm. <laughs> and you know, start living your life. But I also think of how hard he worked, how he sacrificed, how he died young. The only way I can make that matter is by living well. Because he was that guy who was like, no, 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 I'd rather it be me than anyone else in this family. And he really just wanted what was best for us, as most parents do. So I'd be doing him the worst disservice. And I am when I am, when I vibrate low, when I'm depressed, when I'm suicidal, all those things, I'm doing him such a disservice. Like the poor guy killed himself for me to have a better life. And that's what I'm doing with it. So that motivates me. And the other thing is, if it's if someone really wronged you back then, you gotta you, I can look at it and go, okay, then then I'm really letting them win. They already won once, and you know we're not we're not double what Kelsey's. We're not double losers. Not double losers, like the Fawns taught us on That's the right. jump the shark episode that That's everyone right. seems to think is about jumping the shark and <laughs> and changing a sitcom and not being true to itself. No, so when the Fawns decided to jump the shark. And Richie asked him why. He said, I came out here to be an actor. I failed at the audition. And I was not going to go home a double loser. That is the message, people, of that episode. Why do I have to keep saying it, Kelsey? But you're a double loser if you've allowed, if you've allowed these people to torture you in your past. And now they're still torching you in your present and even in your future. And they're not really even doing it anymore. No, now you're a double loser. And they're double winners. Now, who's interested in that? So I, uh, but I'll take it back to your loved ones. You know, the best way to honor them is to try to really live well. That's it. And no, if you don't know by after 25 that this just goes fast, it's all slow until about 23 to 25. After 25, it's lightning fast life. Blink, blink the clown. And look, here we are. Kelsey, we're going to blink. We'll be back to Christmas Eve Eve. That's what makes it so exciting. It's the only thing that keeps me <laughs> hanging on as I'm every day. Next Christmas Eve Eve. Every day that goes by until August when I see those Christmas trees go up in lows is, is not a good day for me because. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. No, I just I love this time of year. I, just, I know. I love I love that people are much looser. There's less traffic in L.A., less people. But also everyone is just happier or looser and you can be generous without getting a weird look, you can say it's the holidays, you know, like sometimes yeah, you're generous yeah. and you just get this weird look from people. Like, I don't know, I digress again. But um, as, as, uh, as you, as you, you should know, it's going to be a blink and wh whoever's passed, you'll be there right there with them in a blink. So again, what sense does it make just growing up in a ball and, you know, being so sad and not living your life, go and live for the sake of that person and know that in a minute you'll be right with them in a minute. So um, it's funny, you know, Costa, we got, you know, we were, we, my father-in-law, we would FaceTime me and him, Maria popped in and he was sad about, I wish Lita could see this. And he started getting very sad. And I said, you know, Costa, you got to remember you're the one who taught me 
So I'll never forget when Noel, Noel was our first baby that we had a put down quadriplegic poodle. We had had her for, she made it to 19. She was supposed to be gone at 11 when she got this horrible disease. So like, yeah, a couple months. And we got like another eight years, um, maybe longer. But we FaceTime with the parents to say goodbye. And he just, he looked into the, let's get Costa just looked at the, into the camera and she walked away. And I'll never forget when I was younger, thinking like, oh, wow, that's so unhealthy because you're taught to embrace your feelings. You're taught to, you know, you're taught to um, cry and that's a big thing. Right, right. But, but, and I think that's okay to a degree, but then I think we sit in that too much. And I think he is more of the dispenser thing of like, okay, it's past. Now I'm going to go to present. And mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel like that. She just walked away. And so I reminded him, I cost her, you only want to taught me to not be thinking about lamenting about the past. Like we should be celebrating this Christmas and like that you just were so excited, this gift Maria gave you. And, you know, you talk about all these fun, like let's shift our focus there yeah. let, rather than, but he taught me that. So, I mean, again, I think those are ways to deal with it. And then, and then, you know, and I think, um, I know we're running late, but I don't, I gave this tease, so I probably should honor it. And look, see, I always we always have either too much to talk about or nothing to talk about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were full today. Well, I was with someone, a very good friend. Um, well, it's, I mean, listen, it's Roxy. So, you know, some of you know from the Tomorrow Show, my co-host, one of my best friends. And um, we haven't seen each other in the longest time. And that's COVID. And that's also me just having to hide out and protect my energy. Um and she's really thick in the world of commentary, you know, movie commentary. And you would think that that would not be a toxic world, but it's, God forbid you, like, say you didn't like Baby Yoda. I mean, they'll come for your family. I mean, it's just like how crazy this oh world is. Like, no, we just, we're just a bunch of. Come on. Yeah, but no, Kelsey, does that surprise you? No. No. I should, everyone's no. just lost their minds. It's insane, you know? though. But, um. She said people, I mean, make videos. Roxy Stryer is this, the truth about Roxy, you know. And I said to her, I said, you know, <laughs> and all sorts of things. She's had her, her phone jacked and stuff, you know, stuff put out there about her. And I said, okay, first of all, Rox, it's because you're a star. Okay, that doesn't happen to regular people, and that's what you wanted. And you know what? The, go back to Tony Soprano, what he said. Hey, this is the life we chose. And this is the life we chose. But remember, you are a star. And that's cool. And I said, you know, when I see that stuff, the first part of me, when I used to see it, I was getting very angry and upset and wanting to just go, okay, who do we have to take out? But as time went by, I'm like, no, that's actually kind of cool because you are that big a deal. And I'm so proud of you from this little sorority brat that, you know, I flew on a plane with from back back from Boston to this. So I'm wild. Like, it's incredible. I said, I'm really proud of you. But I was talking, we were talking about the people who do these things and the people who try to hurt us and our enemies. And she said, you know, I'm, she was saying, how have you dealt with it? You know, the people that, and I said, one of the things that's helped me is I realize how much pain they're in. And I said, I see the people that do these things and the ones who publicly do it on the mic. You want to talk angry men of a certain age, (laughs) It's all angry men of a certain age that 
attack her. And I'm like, they're in so much pain, Roxy. So I'm like, you can, and it's hard, but I, my experience, if you realize how much pain they're in, then you can empathize to a degree and know that, and this, someone else told me this too, with people who target you, um, just, you, you think it's just you, but the minute you step away from the target, then they just find someone else. You know, find a do, new target, they, yeah. they find a new target because that's just who they are, but they're in so much pain to be like mm. that. So I said, if you can have empathy and then it's hard, but if you can send them love and light and, you know, and, and, and mean it, like, Hey, I don't know what you think I did wrong or what's wrong with your life or what happened in your childhood or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not the one that did it. And I actually, you know, empathize and I feel bad for you. And I, you know, and I wish you well. And I say, like, if you can do that and, and mean it, because I've done it in my life, they just kind of fade away. Mm. It's very, it's, uh, you know, the universe is like that, you know, but I think it starts with realizing, think of how much pain these people are in to do this. Like that's your day. Like I was saying, what I was saying, what oh. I said last week, I knew that guy who was excited his Christmas, he was excited to deny everyone bonuses. Oh, so <laughs> that was the most exciting thing for him. And I go, wow. How much? What a pain. sad life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, so anyway, um, hopefully I helped her. And I mean, she's got nothing but great things ahead. We flipped it and talked to, went over a whole plan for 23. Oh, good. Next, next thing you know, the waiter was over. And I got a download from the, yeah, the, <laughs> from upstairs. I said, can I tell mm -hmm. you something? <laughs> Are you this? Yes. Uh, oh, have you ever considered that? Yes. Are you from, how do you know this stuff? I said, I don't know, but. I don't know. <laughs> this is what I think you should do. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> yeah. but Only you. But also, no, but not even a tumble brag. We just switched it over to like, how are we moving forward? What's the exciting things? And we went into movie she wants to make, new podcasts, how she can improve. It just all went into life improvements yeah. and stuff. And I think, um, you know, this show probably should have been more like that, but maybe next week's show will be, we'll get, let's get into New Year's, you know, how we're going to deal with the pain of yeah. waiting till August for the Christmas trees to come back at Lowe's. <laughs> no, no, I love it though, Kev. I really think, I, and we should talk about it next next week because there's, I feel like there's a fine line between, you know, like, yes, kind of assessing everything that went on in the last year, but then also just like moving forward into the new year, right? I think so yeah. many people hang back and are just like, look at their past and it's like, oh, well, I did this wrong and this wrong. And then it's like, you can't move forward into do you, that, is that did year. You really, do you really look, you'll look back and you think what you did wrong? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I think me, not so much. Maybe like I, now I don't, I, I used to, but I think a lot of people do. No, I you're think right. A lot of people you're, yeah, I think are like, right. this is what I, you know, or, well, or I want to do they, this better. And it's, it's almost coming at it at, like, from did, a negative what place. Did, what they didn't yeah. accomplish. Yeah. They didn't get done. Again, yeah. maybe that's me just being ego centered. But like, for me, it is, I feel like the last two years since you know, I mean, since the since I finished the renovations, I feel like I've only existed. I feel like I've just done, I've just been a boat just floating. Mm -hmm. And then Maria's like, um, what about A? What about B? What about C? What about D? All the different things that I did right. accomplish. Like you did Violetta's whole house and backyard. Like, by the way, she had the most sick Christmas Eve 
party. So cool. And she so invited cool. all her extended family. They all got to be there. And, and you know, it was such a good, selfishly, such a good feeling knowing mm. that now this family is going to be able to go yeah. have so many memories there. And just for a few bucks of my mortal money and my time, you know, that was a nice feeling. But yeah, I look back too. I do. I look back and I think of, I didn't do anything. And it, and, and Maria was like, Kevin, what? <laughs> she started giving me all examples. I'm like, oh. So yeah, let's, um, yeah. We'll put a Kelsey, pin in that for next week. Let's put a pin in that, as they like to say. Um, we went long, so no RGF bonus, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to tell you, sadly, guys, no one's trying to catfish me. So I don't have anything to report. I think I've been thrown back into the pond for the last time. Um, but we'll find some new bonus material in the new year. Yeah. By the way, what does RGF do in the new year, Kelsey? We like it's like I all I ever do is work on how to improve everything else around everyone else, but I don't do we what do we do? I feel differently? like I think you and I need to have an RGF meeting. Cook, yeah, maybe some cooking segments. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an arts and crafts segment. I'm in. Let's go. Maybe live phone calls. I I would love live phone calls. I think maybe we start bringing, yeah, let's start bringing in some. I think, okay, here's here's the thing with live Mm. phone calls. People get really hung up on them, but they can really weaken a show because you don't have control over things. And it's fine. We're big boys and girls. If they criticize us, say something bad. But if, if they're rambling and we're not getting good takeaway, we don't have control over that. So that's what we start. But we could probably do a mini sewed. We could do a, we could do a Pollock Saturday of live calls. Do it. I think we need to bring Ava Max in this year. Like, come on. Gotta get Ava in. Come on. I wanna do it. Yeah. So yeah, we need to have our RGF meeting. RGFT yeah. meeting. Yeah, I guess we do, right? We do. And also hold the phone because I might be wrong. If this is episode 100, I'm gonna be mad at myself for not realizing that oh my god no this is episode 99 oh geez see more pressure i, I don't know what to do on 100 I, I, we, I, kevin we got it don't worry guys don't worry it was all in the first 25 episodes you have everything you need i have to say like i love doing this with you kelsey and um and i love the heel squad it's just it is hard this was an easy flow today because of your problems <laughs> thank you for sharing <laughs> well i'll bring you more problems yeah. i feel like that is something that i want to in this new year i think that a lot of what i go through and a lot of what you and i talk about is applicable to everyone else and i've been open about it but i think i could be more open about it so we could just keep talking about my problems <laughs> okay because I, I you're a good you're a good therapist and i coach. think you're open kelsey you're very open to them the the, the issue is you're not aware of them mm. you're just aware of the results like i have a stomach ache or i'm right I'm tired or I'm, you know but it's the awareness of the but we're getting into that now opening yeah. the hood and like i said this continue to observe and report this week I will on the or, or the. There's family, already a couple of things that I'm like interesting. Yeah, yeah just observe and report. Just mm-hmm. observe and report. You know, and um, I feel like the reason our audience likes the show is because we're all very similar. So we've been the flight attendants to our family, the pleasers, the peacemakers, yep, the doers, the you know, and um, that's your role on the ride. And that's what everyone's comfortable with. Yeah, I don't want to be it. Doing no. that anymore. I'm good. And, <laughs> I'm um, good. It's just not, you know, it's 
It's also just not worth it because we just are making monsters out of everyone around us, our kids. We're making mini monsters out of all of them. We're not teaching them how to fish. We're not teaching them resilience, how to do things on their own. So I think that pulling away, we all think by pulling away or standing on ground is somehow selfish because of our programming. But to motivate you, you love your family so much, it's an actual disservice. I still say that one of the reasons why your generation lacks resiliency, Kelsey, is because we failed you in terms of we just took away all your pain and just provided as much pleasure as we could. Yeah. So whether it was with, you know, one activity after another, you know, it was the phones, the iPads, like there's no boredom because you always have, you're always constantly stimulated. And then when you, and the problem is that's not life. Then you get out in the real world and you find out the rest of the world's not going to just provide you nothing but pleasure and take away all your pain. And that's when, unfortunately, you're seeing the anxiety, the depression, the suicide rates going through the roof. You see all these, all the rage, half the rage that I still think went out with the country was that. Yeah. I think half was justified and the people who were messed with were justified. But I think the other half was just pure rage from always having their way and not understanding that that's not life. Life is obstacles. Life can have, can have obstacles. Life can be great. And I was talking to Francisco about this too, because he was telling me his, his grandchild is sad because the parents aren't together. And Francisco and his wife do more of the parenting. And I said, Francisco, listen, don't make the mistake the American parents make. Mm. Explain that this is life. This is going to be one of many obstacles or disappointments. And because that's life, it's not perfect. It's not all peaches and cream, as the old saying would go. You mm-hmm. know? Um, but or as Stallone would say, it's not ain't all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> now, I also think you no. can't look at life as this dark, like fighting, you know, battlefield because you're going to get that back. But it's not going to be perfect. And so it's really tra- teaching these kids from go like, hey, that's how it is. But guess what we can do? We can focus instead on the amazing grandmother, the amazing grandfather you have who give, you know, who are, are amazing. Trust me. I know. And um, so focus on being grateful, focus on positive, but then understand like, yeah, that's how it's going to be. And we just sometimes just have to deal with it. And I think the more we rate, we start teaching this to kids, the better we're going to have. And I think I give your dad a lot of credit for policing cable back then. <laughs> and if more parents could police the internet, I think the same thing would happen. But again, I understand how parents can't because you're tired and you're overwhelmed from all your jobs. <laughs> And so it's like the one thing that'll shut the kid up is putting them in front of the iPad. So I understand I have empathy, right. I'm not judging. Um, but it will also, you know, I, I see the the setbacks because of that. You know, yeah. and that's the um the emotional component, we the physical component of the blue light. It's a whole other thing. <laughs> we don't need to be talking about that again. Kelsey had a very nice Christmas. Santa was good to you. That's right. That's Santa, right. Santa was good. You got a lot of nice things, didn't you? A lot um, of good, a lot of my, all my healing tools. And I'm very excited. I forgot to tell you, you have a, something practical too. I forgot. Yeah. Well, it's practical. It's a, it's a battery for your um, portable battery. Nice. You know, so. Ooh, I love that. I love practical stuff. Yeah. So you can work. I always have them, but I buy these battery blocks that make it so I sent one to my brother, Joe for Christmas, but it, you know, I just, make it so you can go take your laptop wherever you want. 
Yay. Thank you. Coffee shop, whatever. Yeah. Like, and you don't have to worry about, oh, is there a plug here? No. Oh, I love that. You're just good to go. With that said, Kelsey, I think you need to find a way to take us out of here. Should we go out with Ava? Yeah, I think we go out with Ava (gasps) because I can finish getting ready for my New Year's Eve. That's right. Uh, Yeah, I think we're gonna we're we're definitely going to freeze. You're oh my god, freeze! Of course, me and my clique are arguing about what after party we're gonna go to. Hmm. We're we're definitely doing the dinners. Um, I we're gonna get a hotel. So there'll be massages and spa treatments, then dinner. Why are you laughing, Kelsey? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Pre-game, no, it sounds amazing. Pre game in, in my in in my friend's suite. Then we go down to dinner. Then we go to the club. Then the after party. And then the next day brunch to break it all down. It's just not gonna be the most amazing New Year's Eve. Sounds perfect. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Send us pictures of your multiple outfits, Kev. Oh my God, I have so many different outfits. It's gonna look, I'm gonna look unbelievable, Kelsey. And hair and makeup too comes to the comes to the suite. Wow, whole glam squad. Wow. It's coming in. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Big night for you. There are people who live like this. <laughs> I know. God, I know. By the way, I you know, I love it. No hatred from me. Good for you. Go after it. Go get it. Look at little Ava. She's like, what? What song? I was like, you know, she's like, what are you talking about? We're a queen, and we're all queens. That's so it's amazing. She's like, I, I, yeah, I have a lot of songs. <laughs> You're like, like, no, no, oh, no, no, no. You know it. The song, song Ava. It's everyone's anthem. It's like, oh, kings and queens. I guess kings and queens. Kings and queens. So good. If all of the queens and the kings How much is, is she pretty? Still very popular, Kelsey. You know. I think so. She just came out with a new song kind of recently. We should probably dive into that next week. Just give it a little a little taste. But okay. yeah, I think she still does well. Well, listen, try to remember in the middle of your New Year's Eve Eve, getting ready today, get, putting up the outfits, the planning. Still trying in the back of your head remember why we're here. Help, help each other. Learn from our mistakes. Have a few laughs along the way. What else really is there, Kelsey? Nothing. I don't think so. That's it. That's it, Kev. Um, little Elaine is on her way back in her car. She's driving back from... Some, That's right, she is. I said, make sure you keep us posted. Yeah, it's a little bit of a trek, and I don't like the snow. I know. Pop, she likes like, driving. I'm like, okay, girl. Oh, she's a little warrior. Yeah, she is. For shiz. <laughs> Okay, well, Kelsey, would you please do the honor? All right, everyone. Um, Bye, Kev. Bye, Ava. What a great show today. Bye, bye 2022. Bye, 2022. And bye, Betches. Bye, Betches. Betches. Kelsey. Betches. I said bye, Betches. We are just beating the cool out of you. We're nerding you out. I'm starting to find it a genderist, racialist, and Bye, Betches. Betch. Bye, Betches. Betch. Betch. Batch. Yeah, see, it's something with the lower jaw, too. Batch. Bye, yes. Batch. Thank you. Ugh, Kelsey, does I start my new year with you? Bye, Batch. Yeah, batch. not being cool. Batch. Yeah, drop it on me that you didn't, you don't do anything big on New Year's Eve. <laughs> you barely can say Batch. I didn't want to be critical, but even the first song comes on and you're doing this like corny white girl <laughs> dance. What happened to like <laughs> my cool spiritual, dancing? like curing cancer with the eyes closed, pointing to the sky as you're singing? I don't know. 
we we definitely have work to do in 23 to get you back. That's right. We do. Yeah. We do. Kelsey gets her groove back. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> Bye, betches. Bye, betches. Hey, Hill Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.